Here's a message from Ken Lavica. You can just sign future Hall of Famers before the Super Bowl. When the hell did this happen? Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. All right, Stone, I want to make sure I'm not talking out of turn here. No, 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 you don't have to. We can just play the music still. It's fine. I thought it was a I public didn't mean, service No, no, I know. No, I didn't. Uh, you didn't have to shut it down. It's not that important. Um... Philip Rivers is a future Hall of Famer, right? Come on. I, I didn't speak out of turn there. I, I'd been trying to say first ballot. I, 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 I said it, and then we went into the open, and then I'm like, oh, my God. Did I just face plant in the first two seconds of the show? It, yes, he Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt. Yeah. And I'm like you. I would argue that we're talking first ballot. There. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's a first ballot child rearer. That's for sure. And he's one of those guys where nobody around the league in his entire existence has anything bad to say about Phillip. He's one of those guys. Okay. What are his successes as a quarterback? That's lots a of good, yards. That's lots a good of question. yards. Lots of touchdowns. Right. Okay. He didn't do an awful lot of playoff winning. And you're saying first ballot Hall of Famer? You just because his numbers, his sheer like production mm. was absurd. Could you could you just look up his production? Uh, uh, years. Sounds like you're trying to give him a participation trophy. No, 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 no. But but there is something when you're talking Philip Rivers, you do have to. He was part of some ridiculously elite Chargers teams. That I mean, they they especially those Martin Schotten, uh, Marty Schottenheimer teams. Like they they fell short of expectations. I was gonna say uh, they also did nothing. Ladanian Tomlinson Jr. Say oh, he was on those teams. They were really, really, really good. Sean Merriman. Sean Merriman. Uh, lights out. <laughs> but, yeah, he didn't He didn't do much in the postseason. But his numbers are elite. It, it, I'm trying to think who a good comparison is to him numbers-wise. Like, wouldn't – not championships, but numbers-wise. I know, one for basketball. Like, I would throw Dan Marino out there. Oh, boy. Okay. What, where is he all-time in passing yards, Phillip Rivers? All-time sixth. Okay, who's so who is he sandwiched between? Uh, Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, those are both Hall of Famers. Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. All right. Matt Ryan, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, just and he went to a Super Bowl. Everywhere. Uh, Matt Ryan, at one point, was arguably the best quarterback in the league at the time. Like, and yeah. he's he known for giving one of the best fumbles in Super Bowl history ever as well. Absolutely. So... Mm. Uh, I mean, Anyways, you guys love to give participation trophies. He played in as in many. He played in as many Super Bowls as Dan Marino did, as much as I hate to say it. And as many losses, sure, in as Super Dan Bowls Marino. As well. Uh huh. That's fine. I mean that that though is in a. I mean, Philip Rivers went to <laughs> what two? I think two, two AFC title games. I think two. Yeah. Uh, Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, though. His production. His production was. Uh, he's the sixth best passer in the history of the league. He showed durability. Uh, he's got, uh, uh, what, 11? His 11th child is on the way? I think he's 11. Yeah, I, I think I think 11 is uh, is on the way. Double check that as well because that's prolific in and of itself. The reason I bring him up is because we learned yesterday, we already knew that last year the San Francisco 49ers had been in contact 
with Phillip Rivers. Now, Jeanette, you know what happened last year. Your boy, Jimmy G, mm. ended up getting hurt. Uh, and then Brock Purdy came out of nowhere and just picked up where Jimmy G left off or or just took the baton and started sprinting with it, and Brock Purdy suddenly became a household name. How many kids for Phillip Rivers? Expecting their 10th. Their 10th, okay. So oh, two hands. They're going to have, uh, they're gonna have uh, an entire side of the ball and a coordinator in that family. Unbelievable, wow. yeah. Uh, so, so what we learned yesterday, though, is that... Due to the Brock Purdy injury that happened in the NFC title game very early in that game against Philadelphia, and knowing that Jimmy G was still rehabbing the foot, and he claims that I would have been ready to play in the Super Bowl if we got past Philly, the plan for the 49ers was going to be in the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl after the NFC championship game, you're going to call up Phillip Rivers, and they're going to get... Philip Rivers into the building, and there was a good chance Philip Rivers was going to play quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Retired Philip Rivers was going to play high school football coach. Philip Rivers was going to be the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. That would have been wild. And here's here's the confirmation. This is Kyle Shanahan, 49ers head coach, asked about Philip Rivers, and then eventually. The the prospect of him playing in the Super Bowl last year, Kyle Shanahan giving a thumbs up to all of it. He was prepared to, yeah. Now, stuff we talked about throughout the whole year, you know, we would have had to seen how that was for the Super Bowl, but that was the plan most of the year. I, I mean, could you imagine how much drama that is to bring in a future Hall of Fame quarterback for one game, and that game is the Super Bowl? I didn't even know you could do that. No, but what a dream for a quarterback, too, that's retired. Or a nightmare. Why a nightmare? No, but honestly, what, what more does Phillip Rivers have to prove? So he gets into the Super Bowl, and <laughs> the, the only thing that can happen is that he loses the Super Bowl in a career where people just say, oh, the, all this dude did was lose in the playoffs. It doesn't affect his legacy at all. It's just more of the same. If you win, If you just walk off a Super Bowl... You, you come in, you play in one game, that's the Super Bowl, and at, what, 41 years old, he's 41, you win it? I mean, we're talking about one of the greatest stories in football history. That is fantastic, and that's the way I perceive it. I feel like there's all the great chances of a great story with that scenario playing out, if it did. I, I mean, I... Historic. Again, I didn't know you could do that, and so now, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm wondering, who can we just start randomly bringing out of retirement that either deserves a ring that could still help to win a championship, no matter the sport, like who could we just bring in? Uh, we should ask Mike Tannenbaum uh, about this. Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, we are, he's, he's gracing us with his time because he spends all of his mornings now uh, with Mike Greenberg on first take, but he's making some, some room for the little people today. So we appreciate him. Are there parameters in this uh, dream scenario? Like no. age? Nope. Could be anybody. It could be anybody. Dead or alive? It could be uh, no, not dead. Okay. Not dead. They've got to be kicking, still ticking. Okay. 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 Um, uh, so, so for example, I would feel great. And I don't know why this name came up. This is the first name that came to my head this morning. And I don't even really have a connection with this, this player, this athlete as a fan. How cool would it be for Randy Moss to win a ring? 
Aww. Randy Moss is one of the single best football players in the history of humanity, was part of an undefeated regular season only to fall short and lose to the Giants. He's the most prolific receiver, arguably, in the history of the league. One of the most fascinating human beings who's ever played professional football. One of the most dominant players that we've ever seen, and he doesn't have a ring. I would be calling Randy Moss, and if he gets into the game, great. If not, at least the man has a ring. There can be a lot of different reasons for why you'd call this person out of retirement. Maybe they can still contribute. You don't think that uh, that there's a number of uh, of certain executives that will be looking at a certain guy. I won't steal your glory, Jeanette, but you know where I'm going with this I, in a scenario with the Super Bowl. I already have hearts on my paper. Uh-huh. But this could go this could go any sport. This could go any sport and joining us now is uh for the first time as we head into the 2023 NFL season, our NFL insider Mike Tannenbaum here on Ken Levick Alive, former Jets general manager, Dolphins executive VP of football operations. Mike, thank you very much for uh, for hanging out with us. By the way, how many hours per day are you on Get Up now? I, I look up and you're just on with Greenberg all of the time. How many hours are you spending with that man? Yeah, no, it's been great, Ken. Actually, I had a long day yesterday. We did uh, some morning stuff, and then I did the uh, late-night sports center, getting to talk about C.J. Stroud and football, and football's back, and that's that's great for all of us. Uh, did you know, and I'm, I mean, I suppose you did, did you know you could just dial up a future Hall of Famer uh, before the Super Bowl and say, hey, uh, I want to come into the building because we might need you to play in the Super Bowl? Did you know that? Because I had no idea that you could just call Phillip Rivers and be like, hey, bro, we need you against the Chiefs. Uh, I, I, I didn't know. Yeah, no, if a player's a free agent, you can certainly sign them. So um, every team has their short list. Some are more marketable than others and um yeah you you can actually do that um so good good for san francisco is philip rivers a first ballot hall of famer by the way stone said at the start of the show first ballot hall of famer i just wanted to make sure he was a hall of famer he definitely is he's got the entire the entire resume is he a first ballot guy based on production based off of yards all of that stuff i don't think so i think he's a really good player I don't know if he's an all-time great. I don't think he's a first-ballot Hall of Famer. I think when it's all said and done, he's in there, Ken. But um, I, I don't know. I, I think those standards have to be pretty high. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with Mike T. Then uh, Stone, eat it. Mike Tannenbaum with us here, our NFL insider on Ken Levick alive. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you this because now, in the in the uh, spirit of being able to just call Philip Rivers and say, "Hey, we need you, man." Uh, that that presents a whole bunch of possibilities to me. I just want to put you in this scenario. Uh, your team, it doesn't matter the sport. We'll go football here if you want. Your team is one win away from winning a championship. You could take anybody out of retirement, put them on your roster to either finally realize the dream of winning a championship, somebody that still may be able to contribute. I said Randy Moss. I think Randy Moss, there's nothing he didn't do in his career. I'd love to sign him for that one game to get him a championship. Is there an athlete, a beloved? loved athlete of yours, someone that you really appreciated or still think could maybe give a little bit to a team on the verge of a championship that you would sign for a one-off? Um, you know, sort of did that in my career. You know, did it with Brett Favre. Um, we came close with the <laughs> Jets. Um, we had the number one seed in the conference until he got hurt. Um, so, look, uh, yeah, there's a, you know, you talk about Jordan and some of those other all-time greats, but that's um, those are great discussions, but I, I I'd certainly, if I could, I would say Jordan would have been the one. 
Mike, let me ask you this, because I've got Jeanette to my left, uh, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Um, can you give her any words of encouragement about the 2023 Tampa Bay Buccaneers season, uh, keeping in mind that it's Baker Mayfield versus Kyle Trask for the quarterback competition? I, I do think defensively they're going to be really good. Um, so I think you know New England's a different version. Obviously, Mac Jones is better than those guys, but I think New England's going to win a lot of games based on how good their defense is. So um, I think Tampa's going to struggle to score points despite having Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. But I think defensively, they're going to be pretty good. And let's face it, you know, the uh, NFC South is a lot different than some of these other you know, <laughs> major like power conferences, power divisions. So um, your defense and lack of competition give you hope. You feel better, Jeanette? I should start focusing on the offense and go yeah, defense, focus on the like defense. Mike said. That's right, Todd Bowles specialty. <laughs> uh, Mike Stone, Stone has a very important question for you. Uh, go ahead, Stone. Mike, glad to hear your voice. Glad you're on the show. Glad you're back. Football season's right around the corner. Got a bone to pick with you, though. You know, as we do our show daily, five days a week, we always have first take. We always have get up on the TV, whatever it is. I keep seeing your name parlayed with Jordan Love. You got to tell me what the obsession is, what you see on him. <laughs> You had him as your top quarterback in the NFC North and your quarterback that was going to go from worst to first. What's the explanation here? Quarterback's a developmental position, Stone. So let's go back to the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, neither guy started as a rookie, and obviously both have gone on to be great players. And it's my experience that when these guys can sit, they benefit from sitting. They have a back duo in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They have eight first-round picks on defense, two great young receivers in Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, and Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins, really good offensive line. So I think it's tailor-made for a guy like Jordan Love to come in and surprise people like yourself and, and have a really good inaugural season. All right. Hey, not mad at that. Uh, so let's stick, stick in the NFC North for just a second because I cannot believe how uh, many people have jumped on the Justin Fields train, and I realize that he runs very fast, and he runs away from people, and it's super exciting. Uh, but I'm seeing like MVP odds next to his name. Uh, he's declaring himself a top five best running quarterback in the history of the NFL during this offseason. Uh, is Justin Fields like what? What? What is Justin Fields other than a track star? I think he has a chance to make a, a big step as well. I think they're very happy. All all signs out of Chicago with you know DJ Moore. They think you know DJ is going to be really special for them guys. So to me, um, he just is going to have to be more consistent and make enough plays with his arm that makes the, his plays with his feet that much more dangerous. But if teams are not defending the pass at just the run, it takes away his superpowers. So um, I think he will get a lot better. Uh, I think D.J. Moore is a big reason why. Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider, former Jets GM, Dolphins boss here on ESPN 106.3. couple more here, Mike. Uh, the Dolphins in action, preseason game number one. What are you paying attention to with this team? What is sort of the overarching storyline for them here early in camp? Well, you know, it, 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 it's like the same for a lot of these teams. Like the biggest question mark won't be answered. You know, I think the Jets and the Dolphins really have mirror images of one another this year where on paper they can have tremendous seasons and their biggest vulnerabilities is the offensive line. So, you know, for the Jets, it seems like 
Makai Becton's going to play. I think likewise, you know, it's always going to be with Miami, like the health of Tua. And, you know, let's assume Jalen Waddle will be okay. And so that offensive line, that's what we're going to want to see. With that said, I don't know how much they're going to play in the preseason, so it may be hard to evaluate. But the AFC East to me is so fascinating because we talk so much about these great offenses, which we should, but there's also a lot of great pass rushers. So, um, I think whichever offensive line plays the best will be the team that wins the division. Uh, and uh, one more here, and we've talked about at length when you brought in Brett Favre back in uh, in in 2008 uh, with the Jets. And there's been a lot on hard knocks and a lot of fawning now. i got to be honest. I'm going to use that word. A lot of fawning over how Aaron Rodgers has acclimated himself within this Jets locker room with these youngsters. Uh, much shorter timeline with Brett Favre when you brought him in during training camp, beginning of training camp. How long did it take him to acclimate with that locker room, and how much did you monitor that as the weeks went on? Yeah, no, we talked about it all the time. He did a great job. The other big difference, too, is, ironically, it was Brian Schottenheimer and Brian Dayball was our OC and quarterback coach, and Brett Favre had no um, background. Uh-huh. You know, having Nathaniel Hackett there makes things so much easier just so in terms of knowing the offense and having, you know, Lazard and Cobb. So those things are all helpful, but that doesn't happen overnight. But, you know, by the time we got to the regular season, Brett was ready to go. Mike, really appreciate it. Great stuff as always. If you could, could you just for us ask Greenberg when he's going to get back on his actual radio show? He's done it about five times in about a month and a half, so we're just curious. So if you could just report back, that would be awesome. We appreciate that. Noted. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Have a great weekend, sir. Okay. Thanks. All right. That is Mike Tannenbaum. He is our NFL insider here on it. Ken Levicka Live. Okay. Uh, so you feel better, by the way, Jenna? You feel good now? Like, just focus on the defense. Forget about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Just defense. With no, the it was great insight. Focus on the positives because. Uh, there's a lot of negatives uh-huh, in uh-huh. that quarterback in that pocket. So awesome. Thank you for your wisdom. Actually, Mr. I think what we should do, the Bucks play tonight, right? Yeah, yes, they play they the do. Steelers, I believe. Play the Steelers tonight. I mean, Stone, are you planning on watching it or can you give it a little attention over the weekend at some point? Well, I drafted uh, Baker Mayfield as my starting quarterback in my daily fantasy lineup. <laughs> so I'm going to be tuned in uh, okay. to that battle and especially him. Could you give us a breakdown of Mayfield versus Trask on Wednesday when Jeanette's back in here? I would be glad to. Okay. I think that it would be something that I could do automatically okay, without even being asked. Okay. Asked to. Here's the issue. This is great. A great opportunity for everybody. Yeah. No, here, this is where, this is my issue with this. Don't be biased. Yeah, I won't. You got to keep your Baker glasses off. Off. It's not going to be, it, it's going to be easy to not be biased. But you liked right? Kyle Trask when he was in college. I didn't mind Kyle Trask at all. Okay. That's don't, not hey, exactly like. That's, <laughs> I didn't mind. Um, he was there. But don't be, <laughs> maybe Blaine Gabbert will even make an appearance today, y'all. You know, so keep that in mind. All right, you know, we haven't heard... I forgot about Blaine Gabbard. I forgot how mid that locker room was. We haven't heard publicly kind of how they're going to divvy out these reps, who's going to have what series, but I imagine both Baker and Kyle are going to get some major time tonight. Because they're both or on the depth chart. Right. Baker gets to start. Kyle gets to start on Saturday. I would really appreciate your effort here in a very non-biased way because I am on my podcast from 7 to 8 p.m. today, and I will be rushing home to watch it, but again... There's a chunk of time I won't be able to watch. So You're welcome. No pressure. All right. So Wednesday, Stone is going to have a breakdown 
a, a Bucks quarterback handicap. I'll come up with a fancy little name for this, uh, maybe with some sound effects and some fun. Wednesday, Stone is going to break down the Bucks quarterback situation for you, Jeanette, because he has that football quarterback mind. Is the former, uh, the the former gunslinger of Southern Illinois. Mark your calendars <laughs> next yeah. Wednesday. Uh-huh, next Wednesday. Can't wait. Breaking down the bucks. Mm-hmm. That's my first go around okay. with this name here. We're already workshopping it. You see this? You know, we're forced to bring cups in with lids now because somebody spilled coffee and ruined buttons here in the studio. Who could have done that? I don't know. That person needs to get their life together. Mm-hmm. But um, don't be surprised if that Wednesday I come in with a little something something in my cup with a lid that you can't see what liquid is inside. <laughs> to to hand, be able wow. to, to weather the segment. Uh, so... <laughs> Randy Moss, I, and again, I don't know why his name came up, but I was thinking about who's the best player right now uh, recently. Uh, Dan Marino's always going to be up there. Like, hey, sign Dan, get him a ring. Yeah. Um, Randy Moss. But but it, it would have to be, the thing with Dan Marino would have to be the Dolphins, and you can't count on the Dolphins to be playing in a Super Bowl. So Randy Moss, I feel like any team could get there and then sign him and say, hey, man, we're doing this for you. And maybe you want to run a route or two. He's still got hands. He's not fast anymore. He's an old man, but he's still got hands. He could contribute, perhaps, but at least he's there. Dan Marino would have to be the Dolphins. No, nobody. He would not agree to sign with anybody else to get a ring. Just how, imagine how ugly he'd look in another uniform. Yeah. Uh, could you? Uh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't you, like, Would that tarnish his legacy? And yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Guys. No doubt. No you doubt. You would be willing to do that. Self-sabotage uh, for <laughs> Dan Marino there in that spot. So that's why I think I go with Randy Moss is, I just want to do something nice for him, given an opportunity to get something that eluded him, the only thing that eluded him in his illustrious career, and that's a championship. But but any sport, any sport, okay, your team is one win away from a title. You can bring one retired player to your roster. Who is it and why? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And you can hit us up on social media at KLV1063 or at Ken Levicka on Instagram. I have a feeling I know where Jeanette's head is at. And uh, if Philip Rivers, if Philip Rivers can get a call from the San Francisco 49ers to play in the Super Bowl. I'm sure the man whose name we're about to hear could absolutely put the pads on and sling it around a little bit. So I'm going to say what you're probably anticipating, because I I wrote down a bunch of names down here, and then I drew a goat to signify the name. Um, For some reason, zaddy number one, Kurt Warner popped up. I would take Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner? Yes. He is a silver fox now, by the way. He's a zaddy. That's what I'm saying. And he came. Well, he and he has a ring. He won with the Rams. He won a ring. All right. But I would still take him. Okay. Okay. So if we're going (laughs) to people without rings. I think it's no different bringing in Kurt Warner than it is Phillip Rivers. Like, you know what you're getting. Like, they're very similar. Except one has a one has a ring and one does not. And one still maybe was in a little bit of playing shape. I doubt Kurt Warner is in any sort of playing shape. Now, here's the thing. He almost has as many kids as Phillip Rivers. Really? I think he has like six in the bag. Oh, wow. Can these quarterbacks never lose it? You can always pick that thing up. Right. Here we just, go, as long so. as he gets protection, you can just... That's <laughs> something Philip Rivers right. doesn't believe in, by so the way. So these are another episode. Dan Marino was second <laughs> after the number one. Good second joke. Thank you. I, I missed it. Um, I put down Michael Vick because he deserves a second chance. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think Michael that's Vick. good. Michael Vick, I, I did. love that. He did occur to me, yes. Yeah, Michael Vick, and then I chose Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is also excellent. But of course. But of course. Here but of course. If comes. there's one phone number I have to dial in this beautiful world to have a quarterback to win another Super Bowl, 
the GOAT, the real dominant number 12 that everybody, specifically me, will be missing <laughs> is Tom Brady. Yeah, there it is. If there is not, if you, okay, how could you not put Tom Brady number one on that list? How could you not? Okay? Uh, uh, I would imagine that Tom Brady will be on some team's list to at least gauge his interest in something if they are down a quarterback uh, or if they need a contingency. Because Phillip Rivers was a pretty, uh, the way it sounds, Stone, it was pretty season-long have the man on speed dial, or at least since Jimmy Garoppolo suffered the foot injury, hey, could you possibly get yourself into playing shape or keep yourself in playing shape in case we need you? And then it all came to a head as soon as Purdy suffered the injury early in that Eagles-NFC title game. So the way you describe that is when I was in the midst of the dating scene. I don't have a roster anymore, but when I did, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you have that guy number one that you would call. Sure. And it's like, oh. You didn't pick up the phone because he's too busy. Uh-huh. I guess I'll go to number two, three, or four. Okay. Tom Brady is that number one quarterback right. that you always call when you need something in the middle of the night. Now the, <laughs> the 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 problem is, boy, what a what a great QB four that is. By the way, um, uh, who's that model that Ar- he's with now? Arena Shank. Arena Shank. The fact that Stone's able to just pull that off the top of his head as well. That was one of the most impressive things you've done in the last month. Yeah, so the thing is, I probably butchered her last name. Who cares? It's probably not Shank, but that's her. Who cares? It's really sad that he's back to the supermodels. But yeah. Hey, uh, once you once you go there, you can't leave. I don't know. Uh, I wish. I wish. I that's and not that I say I wish it's me one day, but if it's sad that somebody's falling back on supermodels, hey, you're yeah. in a pretty good spot. Yeah. It's also Tom say. Brady. Like, uh-huh. let's be real. But for the NBA. He's not in the best shape right now, but if there's one beautiful person I wish could win a ring, it's Charles Barkley. Yeah, I think Charles Barkley would be roundly, no pun intended, someone that people would want to sign for a one-off to win a championship. And you know what? If the Orlando Magic are looking for somebody, which they probably will be, mm-hmm. please call him <laughs> immediately. Uh, the thing with Brady, by the way, though, having him on on hold, he does, and I don't know how this works, he does have that part ownership, that minority stake in the Raiders, I'd be willing to bet that you can't have a minority stake in the Raiders and then say like the Seahawks call and say, hey man, you think you could play in the Super Bowl for us? I'm not sure it works like that. I don't know that exactly, but I could see that being a a roadblock. So what you're saying is it has to be the Raiders. It has to be the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who Ew. is, no matter the sport, no matter the sport, your team is one win away from a title. You can bring one retired player to your roster. Either you love that person, that person deserves a ring or a second ring or a third ring, or you think that that retired player can still contribute. Who is it and why? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and at KLV1063 on social. Jack in Florida on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jack? Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, I would say for NFL, Barry Sanders, no doubt about it. And for NBA, give me Allen Iverson. Okay, a little Barry Sanders, a little AI. I think, Jack, I, I, I am completely into that. I love that. Yes, Jack, understood the assignment. Yeah, that is really well done, in fact. Uh, Barry Sanders, that would be feel good. Hell, AI would be feel good, but Ooh. Barry Sanders would absolutely. AI, because one of my favorite, I grew up knowing Allen Iverson as a trendsetter, especially of street basketball in the NBA. Can you imagine how he would dominate right now with the style and everything that the NBA? Well, his game fits today's game. It absolutely does. Oh my does. gosh, he yeah. would be 
fantastic. There hasn't been a point Love in that. the NBA where AI's game over the last like three uh, generations of player where it wouldn't translate. Uh, that's 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 a really good one. I li- now as far as this 49ers situation is concerned, where hey, Philip Rivers stay in shape. I'm actually surprised that it wasn't like a Cam Newton who was in plain shape. He was in a camp uh, or in a training camp. He was in Panthers camp last season. Cam could do all the things that Phillip Rivers could do in that that 49ers offense and maybe even be a little bit more dynamic because he could at least hoof it a little bit. Yeah, so I guess the answer then becomes they changed their offense completely for Brock Purdy as a guy who's not mobile, as a guy who's more so just a pro-style stationary quarterback where with Trey Lance, they started to get to this. You know, you know what's funny? I totally stuff. forgot about Trey Lance in this entire thing. I totally forgot that... That offense at the start of last season was uh, catered to, tailored to a mobile quarterback, and then he only lasted six seconds before he he got knocked out for the year. I totally forget about him. It's a You're br- exactly right. It's a brutal spot for offensive linemen and wide receivers and everybody on that offense. So I guess once you have a handful of games with Jimmy G after Trey Lance gets hurt, you have the offense is rolling, and there's no doubt that offense got significantly better and more potent when Jimmy G was back in the driver's oh, yeah. seat. So why go back to the Trey Lance offense with Cam? I suppose that's a good point. Yeah. Cam's another one. I'd like to see him get in a position to win a ring. It just sucks. It seems like he had one in the chamber with Carolina, right? The whole I'm back and he played well against Arizona, but that was it. That season, I'm telling, and we talked about it a few weeks ago, that Cam Newton MVP season was one of the most electrifying individual years we've ever seen from anybody in the NFL. I mean, he could do no wrong. Nothing. I just remember him going off on the Giants at the Meadowlands or at MetLife Stadium. Uh, I just, he did incredible things. It really hit me watching the Johnny Manziel documentary when he scored in 2014, and he did the Superman celebration. It's just like Cam Newton was for anybody. He was for anybody. He was untouchable. And in kids' footballs. Right along, I I haven't had that Cam Newton feeling before that, like RG3. Uh, that first year with the Redskins where they went into Dallas on Thanksgiving and absolutely thrashed them. The Redskins were awesome. Like That was it's lightning in a bottle. That's good. It is. It, it truly is lightning in a bottle, although Cam Newton was a little more sustained. Um, on Cam Newton, uh-huh. one, he dresses very well. He's a good dresser. Love the fashion. Yeah. Two, uh, isn't he toxic? Like very toxic? I think that's one of the narratives that goes around. That's been he trumped. Said, yeah, well, well he, that's probably why they chose Philip Rivers over him. He, well, no, I don't even think that has anything to do with it. I think that's why you would root against him as opposed to a Philip Rivers. Like, I'm talking you personally. He has some interesting thoughts. Cam Newton does on the and roles like nobody, of women in the home, uh, and nobody can read his <laughs> stuff. Like that font that he uses, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't understand him. So yeah. no, thank you. What is that? Sans comic? It's something. It's no, something. it's not. Isn't it, no? That's not. No, sans I comic. do think it's it is like, sans comic. I think it is. I think so. With, with the lines and everything, sans comic is legible. His Can you check the Cam uses, Newton isn't. font? Just Google Cam Newton font, and it'll be right there for you. Uh, while you do that, let me tell the fine folks out there about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology 
to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Did we get the font? No. No, but he gave his reasoning why, which I think is pretty unique. These days, uh, let me find it. Here we go. So sometimes you don't take time to read the captions, especially if they're long. He said about typical Instagram posts, there's something about those characters that I use that you're actually so curious and caught off guard that you take the time to actually read it and decipher everything. Uh, no, I'm so curious into why the heck he's using that font and I don't read it because I'm annoyed. It is so really he's annoying. wrong. It is really annoying. I'm gonna now. I'm <laughs> determined to find that font because this is gonna drive me absolutely crazy. Uh, we have a lot to do today. Stone is once again gonna have his mental acuity put to the test. Your chance to win. Did we get any confirmation on what we're winning today? Here in the second hour, did we get any confirmation that we did not? Let's do that in the uh, the break as well. We have a lot, a lot, a lot to do. We are bursting at the seams on a Friday. We continue to take your calls and your social media, your messages, your team's one win from a title. You can bring one retired player to your roster. Who is it and why? All off of Philip Rivers apparently being on 49ers speed dial for the Super Bowl last year. One game, one off, 41-year-old Philip Rivers, 10 kids and all inserted into the game. Hey, kid, go win yourself a ring. I say Randy Moss. I'd sign him and give him an opportunity to win that elusive ring. Jeanette says, of course, Tom Brady. Mm. Of course, Tom Brady. Uh, we didn't get stones. We'll find that out. When we come back, that's reason enough to stay in your car and listen in. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Sorry, Ken. Down goes Anderson! Down goes Anderson! Get off my back with that. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. After getting knocked out in a baseball fight, Tim Anderson still serving his six-game suspension for the Chicago White Sox. That's what you get for starting something and not finishing it. That's his own fault. I still cannot believe that happened. Cannot believe it. By the way, a uh, quick update on the... Uh, the font that Cam Newton uses on his social media posts, it is custom. It is a custom font that he worked with an app to develop. But you can access said app and use the same font for in case you were interested. For a small fee of $1,000. <laughs> I do not believe that it is a pay for play with that font. Uh, in the seven-on-seven work you do, you've run into Cam Newton, right? Plenty. He is a team. We've uh, poached a lot of kids off of his team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cam Newton must love you. Okay. He really hates us, actually. Uh, by the <laughs> way, we are going to be later, later in the show. Not now. Not now. Later in the show, we have had it determined that we are giving away four tickets to the Smashing Pumpkins uh, coming next weekend at, I think, Financial Amphitheater in West Palm. The Smashing Pumpkins, four tickets. That will be the the prize for yet another game where we test the mental abilities, the knowledge of one Stone Lebanowitz. The game will be revealed later on in this first hour. And when we learned of the Smashing Pumpkins being the prize, marketing director Courtney dropped a, I've never heard of the Smashing Pumpkins on us. And then I proceeded to want to smash my pumpkin through the glass window in this studio. You can do better. I mean, 
who has not heard of the Smashing Pumpkins? It's well, one of the single most famous rock bands of all time. Well, let's be real. Her taste of music is not as dark or morbid as ours. Or good. That too. Uh, your team is one win from a title. You can bring one retired player to your roster. Who is it and why? Maybe it's for a Lifetime Achievement Award. They haven't won a ring. You want to give them an opportunity. Maybe they can still contribute. Phillip Rivers apparently was one phone call away from joining the 49ers if they got through the Eagles in the NFC title game to play against the Chiefs last season in the Super Bowl. I did not know you could do that. That is fascinating to me. So if I was an executive, I was one win away from a championship, one win away from a Super Bowl, I'd be saying, hey, Randy Moss, get on my team. Let's go. Let's get you a ring. Uh, Jeanette... Uh, what was your MBA? Uh, Charles Barkley. Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. The Magic are one win away. Give Charles a call. Have him uh, at the end of the bench in his uh, in his warm-ups and have him win a ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he could grab a rebound or two for you. Uh, Knock somebody out. We've had an Allen Iverson, a Barry Sanders suggestion. Your team is one win from a title. You can bring one retired player to your roster. Who is it and why? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. On Instagram, at Ken Levicka. It is a Friday edition of Ken Levicka Live. Stone, who are you calling up? Who, who do you have on the back burner to bring in in case of emergency break glass here? And or, hey, I just love this person. I want them to win a ring. Hello? Is this Bob Sanders? Bob Sanders, we need you on the back end here. This it's either that or Ed Reed. It's one of those two guys. I wasn't going to go receiver. I wasn't going to go Calvin Bob Johnson. Bob Sanders is random. I need, uh, I need someone on the back end who's going to bring that juice, bring that hit stick, and I'm calling Bob. Uh, you could have given me 1,500 guesses of who Stone was going to guess, and Bob Sanders would have never come up. No, but isn't that also the most Stone thing? Yeah, going obscure as yeah. possible. I mean, think about it. The safeties are hard to come by nowadays in the NFL and I think that if you were to bring Bob Sanders in the game you're just putting fear in every receiver every offensive coordinator everybody trying to game plan against the defense you do not want to see Bob Sanders or let alone Ed Reed back there on the back I like the Ed Reed one a lot that was really good and that he's still in shape oh yeah so you'd be able to start tomorrow I'm a big fan of the uh the Ed Reed one uh Ricky chimes in with Andrew Luck and plus I bet he can still zip it I said that one I guarantee you this Andrew Luck has not thrown a football since he retired. I can almost guarantee you that. Just, just his personality, kind of his interests. I don't think that he's at all in football shape. He's, apparently, he's just like he's fishing. He's fishing and hanging out and being a family guy. Right. Uh, and not to get too serious, but I think a lot of that probably has to do with the mental part of it because a huge reason why he retired early was due to the mental aspect that yeah. was being built from the physical. And he didn't want to get beat up anymore. Right, 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 right. I mean, so, that's, that is why he stepped away. Like, Stone's making a face. That is why. It's what he revealed is that he was in pain all the time. Hundreds of other players could have revealed the same thing. That's always what I say. Yeah, but I wrote down Andrew Luck as well, and it's because he was such a great talent. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, his line did not do him justice or anything. And obviously, if a team is going to a Super Bowl, he's going to have the support that he needs to it sounds to me, and I'm just trying to gauge the tone and the demeanor of Stone right now, Here this comment about Andrew Luck. It sounds to me like Stone maybe just maybe doesn't, uh, he, he doesn't have much respect for Andrew Luck's very difficult decision to walk away from football and do so in a classy manner. What is wrong with you? Am I correct? Because you, you came off sort of like a pile of crap. And that's fine. And that's fine. And in doing so, I knew that, right? It is a little reckless. But 
I do feel that way. I do feel like plenty of other players, actually, they have more of a case than I think Andrew Luck did, right? Playing that quarterback position, you're not in the trenches, you're not a linebacker filling uh, A and B gaps, you're not go. doing all of this kind of stuff. So I think it's uh, it's hard for me as a quarterback to take his side as far as mental health, the concussions, all that stuff, when there are other guys at other positions on the field who are in a lot more dangerous of situations than he is. He is just about as much brain damage as uh, I could rattle off, uh, you know, a bunch of names. I would. But some of those guys are, uh, hey, you know what? This is my, this is my, my passion. So I'm gonna. It's how I make my living. For Andrew Luck, he decided, you know what? If the passion isn't 100 percent there any longer, I still love the game, but I, I don't have the passion I used to, and I'm in pain all the time, and I'm ready to walk away. I think that's a very brave, personal decision, partly because Jeanette of people like Stone. A thousand percent. And You're you know, the reason it's brave. Um, you know, going back off of Stones, let's defend Johnny Manziel and if, assuming if he needed the money to build this club and he didn't have any, it's kind of like that same thing. Like, I'm going to throw it right back at you. Who are you to say what was going on through Andrew Luck? It was a yeah, very tough decision. It, it's a very salient point. And I would uh, also be confident in saying that what Johnny Manziel endured was about 14 times the things that Andrew Luck had to go through. Again, Really, we can't be the ones to say, but, no, but I think but that Johnny that Manziel's was was self sabotage. Not only that, but that was a huge mental health issue as well. Mental health, right? Johnny probably but, had concussions. He didn't speak about right. It's all the same for everybody. Let me ask for you sure. this: That's what I'm saying. Give that same energy and respect to Andrew Luck and that tough decision that he made. You um, you had another year of eligibility. Yes. At Southern Illinois. Yes. And you decided to walk away. How is that any different? Uh, it's, again, another salient point. I think that when you cross a, a, a certain, I don't want to say threshold or a certain you know, boundary or line you no, have. I think threshold where, probably fits. Yeah, where you, where you realize, I don't need this, slash I've checked the boxes that I needed to, that I set out to accomplish, and I know that this could be the end of the road, and I'm happy in that being the case. Yeah, you go through these things. It's really hard to argue with from somebody on the outside. So again, salient point. I think when you reach that breaking point and you're okay with it, you're allowed to do whatever the hell I'm you want to do. I'm surprised that you don't. You you can't connect with Andrew Lux. It's not like he's trying to make himself out to be a victim. Yeah. He just flat out came out and said, "Hey, I was in pain a lot, and I didn't want to go through that anymore." Like I I don't know the entirety of your decision, but I have to imagine that's part of it, part of the waking up at 4 a.m. to go lift, do all that nonsense. You had a very significant shoulder injury. Like, you decided to do the same thing, and you're you're basically insinuating he's soft. Yeah, I like going to bat for players at other position rather than quarterback. I know how easy I had it. I know how easy they have it, right? You don't go through the same practice regimen as a linebacker does. You don't go through the same exact regime as a defensive end does or a three technique on the D-line. Like you just don't go through the same things that these guys do. So I never want to take the quarterback side, even though, you know, typically I'll go to bat for the mediocre ones. But when it comes to the mental health and the concussion side of things, we got it a lot easier than all the, all the other 21 guys on the field. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't. That's, it's perspective. And uh, that's what we're here for. And that's that. And I, again, I'm pretty reckless with the concussion stuff. Yeah. I, I'm not a, quite a believer. And the mental who who's to say who's going through what or who's going through what anguish? Even if Andrew like, Luck is not like getting hit on a play-by-play basis. Yeah, the mental health you can't see, so it's really hard to gauge. And if like Stone's not going to get that, then he's not going to get it because no, he has a different me. perspective. And trust me, I get the mental health side of things. I, I, he had a lot, to, a lot more than just mental health. A lot of it was the concussions. A lot of it was his body being banged up, and that was the stuff that. That it's kind of harder for me to sign off of. Um, That's it. Real quick, and I hate to derail what I think has been a good conversation. Does it smell like a locker room to anybody in here? Yes. Something what is in the hell is that? I'm so happy you said that, Ken. And yes, 
This he is has been distracting me. We just had a great conversation about mental yeah. health and whatnot. But this is not okay. No, because I even <laughs> smelled myself. I haven't worn the shirt that I'm wearing today in a while. And I thought that maybe it hadn't been washed, but my armpits are fresh. Dude, my shorts smell fine. It smells like socks in here. This shirt, he like you actually have a button-down shirt. Yeah. You look good. First one in a month. Yeah. That's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. He's a little show- chest out like Theo. Yeah. He's showing he's showing up like a daddy today. Yeah, that's Got right. him, Vivi. Peek behind the curtain though, uh, for the audience out there listening. I am on the complete other side of the studio than the two of them. So uh have you smelled I'm- any socks? I have Anything not that smelled- smells like is not uh, did, a somebody, sock. did somebody What's make something break? in the I'm microwave? Go investigate. Yeah, can we can we see in the break? We got to take a break. Let's go out to the kitchen here at the ESPN West Palm offices and see if somebody uh, used the microwave and heated something up in a sketchy manner. And it doesn't smell like salmon. It's not fish. It's not fish, and it's salmon. It's not fish. There's an L. You want to start arguing? This? There's an L. What are the silent vowels in the English language? A I O U. And sometimes why? Was there an L in there? Mm-mm. It no, already pisses me off that you guys don't say phenomena, whatever that word is. There's uh, a PH there, and you say it okay, like Okay, but how come in Spanish there's two L's and it's Amarillo? There's no L, you know, it's an L. Oh, we going, I'm speaking English, so I'm going to critique the English language, okay? <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to check to see where the uh, sweaty sock smell is coming from, and uh, you people just hang tight, okay? Uh, your team is one win from a title. You can bring one retired player to your roster. Who is it and why? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Uh, we're going to find out what smells like butt around here. And when we return, it's one of the biggest bag fumbles in sports history. You're not going to believe this. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominique Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We still haven't found the source of the sweaty sock smell here in the ESPN West Palm offices. We went out into the uh, into the kitchen area, and uh, they're eating like Mexican food or Tex-Mex. There's queso. There's stuff like that. That's not the culprit. Our... Our number one suspect is a teammate of ours here at ESPN West Palm that a while ago used the microwave to heat up broccoli. Hey, but shout out. His name's Mike. Shout out to his wife, Emily, who made us some dope blueberry muffins. But I also, and I also don't know if it's the broccoli, but that's the leader in the clubhouse right now. I still, I even, I just got. It smells like a hockey locker room. It's disgusting, and sometimes we pick up what you know. If people are smoking outside of our offices, right. which they're allowed to, sometimes we get the cigarette smoke. But it's not that. But maybe there's something ratchet going on outside. Like, here. Maybe there's something dead in the vents. That's a the very AC good point. vents. Like, did something die in there? It's I hot. Mean, next break, you should go up and inspect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like I got a whiff of it. If you've ever been in a locker room, like you know what I'm talking about. There's that musty, like, swast smell. It ain't That's good. sweaty ass for those of you scoring at home. This is bad. 
Um, do we need to do an injury emporium, by the way? Did we do that this week? I think that people need to know. All right, let's do that in the second hour. Let's do that in the second hour. This will give me uh, an opportunity to tell everybody about the greatness of Brightline. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. And right now, if you go to GoBrightline.com or the aforementioned free Brightline app, you can book your trip to Orlando, the hometown of one Dominic Queen herself, Jeanette Javier. Service to Orlando starting soon. Make sure you get your seat on the train, the big yellow train, Brightline. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. I'm going to do something here for you. Uh, I'm going to lay out your sports options for Brightline. Again, after another morning of me sitting in traffic, this time on the turnpike near Lake Worth Road, the exit, it was just, it took forever. I, I walked in. I was not in a good mood. Jeanette could sense it right away because I should have been here today 35 minutes earlier than I was if not for the turnpike disaster. That could have been avoided if I took Brightline. Use me as the cautionary tale. So, hey, you want to go see Florida Atlantic football? You can take Brightline to the Boca Station. Brand new, sparkling rideshare over to FAU Stadium to see the Owls. They get underway September 4th, okay? Maybe you want to go see Lionel Messi and Inter-Miami. They've got another critical League's Cup match coming up. Well, there is a goal-getter train for that. From West Palm, go to Fort Lauderdale. Rideshare to Drive Pink Stadium and back after the conclusion of the match. There you go. Once the Dolphins season starts, they've got that new station in Aventura, the End Zone Express. You take the bright line to the End Zone Express the Aventura Station rideshare to Hard Rock Stadium, see the Finns, take a dub, and head back home. And then, of course, there's the Marlins. There's the Fish, Lone Depot Park, home runner train. Take the bright line of Miami Central Station rideshare to Lone Depot Park, see that Fish win, head back to Miami Central Station in the rideshare and go home in style. There you go. I laid it all out for you. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. Uh, real quick, I, I, should we do this coming back, Jeanette? Yes. All right. Because this isn't more than like a two minute conversation. Yeah. All right. So we've still got a game to play. Um, but I've, I've been directed to a story that I can't believe is true, but when we come back, an insect whose bite will make you grow in the pants. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.